Keeping On looks at the journey of aging through the power of music. Hello, I'm Van Owens-Hayes, host of the podcast Keeping On, which is brought to you by Walker West Music Academy, where they harness the power of music to foster academic achievement, success, healing, and joy. What helps you keep on doing what you do? Is it music? Music can comfort, heal, inspire, and uplift. It can make you want to sing, dance, tap your foot, create, and learn. Music can help you keep on keeping on. There's something about the rhythm of music that makes you want to tap your feet, clap your hands, or move your body. This is such a rich part of our culture, whether it's on stage, at a social event, in a gallery, or at home. And our guests today are going to share the joy and experience of movement. We have Tony Pierce from To Dance, Marsha Murray, who's on the board of To Dance, a former member of the board of To Dance, and a Chicago stepper. And Phyllis Goff, who's involved in everything in our community and a great supporter of the arts and an appreciator of dance. And so they're going to enter into a conversation with us about how important is music movement and our culture. I am going to start by giving you a quote. Duke Ellington once said, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. What do you think he meant? Start with you, Tony. What did he mean? You know, it's so interesting to think about what artists mean when they create music or dance or um, and what they mean and what we receive can be so many different things. Um, but what, what, how I perceive is if it ain't got that swing is if it doesn't have a groove and our life has groove and there's rhythm and there's tempo and there's energy in everything that we do as human beings. And so as a dancer, I relate to that because groove, that's what we do when we dance. So that's how I perceive um, that, that wonderful sense of if it ain't got that groove. Marcia. That sounds good to me. <laughs> you know, because when I hear good music, I really cannot sit still. I have to express it physically. And some people, even years ago, they would say, why are you moving or why are you tapping your foot? And I said, the music just kind of enters my body, you know, and just like our soul music, you know, they talk about soul music and speaking to you. Dancing is a part of my soul and I express it outwardly, and that's, that's how I would interpret it. <clears throat> and Phyllis? I, I don't know that I can add more to what they've already said, both Tony and Marsha, uh, but, but I also believe that something that you said to me earlier, Van, you said that music and movement both speak to our culture and they speak for our culture. And so I feel like Duke Ellington saying, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing, 
is because that movement and that music is part of our culture. It gets back to what Marsha said, you know, you feel it inside you. It represents who you are and it represents where you came from. Well, now, Marsha, as a former board member of To Dance and also a dancer and instructor in Chicago Stepping, what do you feel are the common threads between dance socially, like Chicago Stepping, and dance performance, like To Dance? Mm, good question. And I'm going to... Um, correct you a little bit when you talk about Marcia as the Chicago Stepper instructor, because whoever is going to be listening, I don't want them to, to, to say, what, are, what is she talking about? You know, uh, I am not a professional dance instructor. I have a lot of friends that are around my age that um, know that I love to dance, and they invite me to instruct them. And even and years, you do it well. Thank you. Let's throw that in. Let's not be too <laughs> modest. And even years ago, I used to actually do a few, but I would always have uh, someone with me. And just because you can dance well doesn't mean that you can instruct. That's right. Good point. And, and so I typically was more in the teaching and instructing area where I always had someone that really knew how to dance. So I'll, I'll do that. Uh, and now I forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> so with that kind of dance and serving on a board where they're doing a different kind of dance, what are the common threads that you see that connect dancing to our culture? Okay. You know, uh, all dance is a form of expression, you know. And so whether you're telling a story that everyone knows uh, or whether I'm dancing at a nightclub and I've got, I'm putting my swag on, even though it's a learned dance and there's certain basic steps to it, everyone adds their own individuality. I call it, you know, their swag. And so they own it, you know. And so uh, Phyllis can dance one way and she's doing what I would call, you know, Chicago stepping, and I would do it again, and uh, I'd have a little bit more whatever. So I think it's that individual individuality that you bring to it. Uh, one is more social, one is more performance. But when you think about going out, there's little pods of performers. You know, everybody's performing in their own little pod. So... <laughs> I'll let you answer that, too. Well, I, I have to backtrack a little bit as we talked about Marsha as an instructor. So Marsha did instruct my husband and I in Stepin. <laughs> step and, you know, we were, we're both, uh, my husband and I are both professional dancers, and Marsha <laughs> was able to break it down. And let, can we talk about music? Because how we hear music and where the ands are and where the eight is. And she was saying, no, you're going on the eight. And I'm like, well, I'm, that's what I hear. But she's like, no, Steppin is on. And there's another beat. There's another, another. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but you also. <laughs> and it was so, it, she, she was so um, phenomenal and supportive, and I had to sit down because I couldn't get it as well. <laughs> um, and she told, actually, I think you told me to sit down. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, dance, dance is expressive. And what we connect to and how we connect to it um, is there's so m- I always think about doors and windows and how, how people enter into movement. And, and you know, we, I, I, I feel like the, we tend to sometimes separate these dance and ways and dance styles and things out. Um, and for me, I see them all as different ways in which we express and which in different ways we connect. Um, and so if you are a lover, you're a lover and, and you may watch it or something like a performance of two dance, but I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. But that's okay because there's, there's all these different ways in which we can connect. Um, for a step in, you're like, I, I have to watch it for a while, probably a year or so in order to even attempt. Um, but then there's, there's others that are just pulled onto the floor. So I guess an answer is that, you know, there is this, this vastness um, of how we can see ourselves, how we see ourselves, and how we experience ourselves. And through movement and through music, that, that is all there for us to see ourselves and experience ourselves, whether it's a narrative or whether it's abstract. Well, one of the things I observed about the two is there's a certain level of improvisation that's in stepping and in performing dance, uh, whatever form. There is a certain synchronization uh, when I think of Steppen, I think of partners dancing so smoothly and effortlessly and gracefully. And when I think of observing a to dance performance, I'm feeling the same thing. I'm looking at the improvisation. I'm looking at the movement and how everybody moves together and you're just there with them. And so I think they, you know, there's that connection between them. Um, we're so rich in our culture for this. I, it's just a blessing. And so, Phyllis, I'm going to ask you, why is it important for black culture to be represented if not embedded in the arts community, especially music and dance? Our culture is very much a part of the entire African-American experience. And to go one step further, the entire American experience. And so my question to throw back is that why wouldn't it be included? Um, We give such rich contributions to the American experience around all kinds of arts, all levels of art, all dimensions of art. And therefore, we not only deserve to be represented, um, it's it's a um, a blessing for the rest of the world to have us represented in the contributions that we bring to the arts and all kinds of arts. So I, I want to just say yes, and why not? Well, why not is a question to throw back at the arts community because I don't think it's always been there. Um, I think it's in the process of becoming more and more uh, featuring us in the different aspects of who we are in the arts, whatever form of creative expression. But 
there's more to come. I do feel like there's more to come, but you're right. We reflect American culture. Yeah. And, and you're right, Van, that that gap that exists now, um, I think that the beauty of Two Dance, the beauty of other uh, arts organizations that speak to our culture help to fill that gap. And I feel that... Um, what we need to get better at is, is supporting those art, arts organizations that represent that element of the entire American experience. And you can say that not only with arts, you can say that with education, you can say that with almost any profession in terms of making sure that we're represented. You all share a love of community and you each contribute in your own unique ways. How important is it for you to share your creative expression with the community at large and to encourage others to do the same? You know, I, I, will, I will say for me, <clears throat> dance has been a community builder. It has brought um, people from various communities together uh, to socialize to learn from one another, to grow. I remember back when, and Phyllis and I used to work together years ago at the telephone company, um, and I remember when they went on strike in the late 90s, and I would have to work 12 hours a day as a management person, and then I would go and visit uh, someone that was in the hospital, and then I would go to the uh, this hall on on. Park Avenue, uh, where every Friday night they had dance. They had Chicago stepping. They had line dance. Well, they had a little line dance, but it was more just dancing. <clears throat> and um, I did that because it relaxed me. It, it, it just kind of, even though I was tired, it just, it was a relaxing mechanism for me. And there were all different um, I won't say kinds of people, but, you know, personalities and from various backgrounds, you know, and I'm coming from corporate America and someone else is coming from a restaurant down the street and someone else is coming from their own business. And it brought all of us together on a common uh, theme about we are just God's people and let's enjoy one another and uh, lean into, other, into each other and socialize. And so that's what, um, that helped me. And then even in church, uh, I was just sharing with someone that uh, one of the young girls was doing some um, uh, praise and worship. And I could see she had, a, had, had talent, but it needed to be refined, you know. Uh, and so I thought, You're so oh, gracious. I, I thought, oh my gosh. Boy, you know, if she went to two dance and took their classes for for teenagers, she could really be good, you know. And so that's what happened. I gave her a little scholarship. Oh. She went and mm -hmm. she did that, you know, and and she's doing it today. And she's a great <gasps> choreographer, you know, in church. She's been that's invited wonderful. to all kinds of churches, you know. And uh, it's just interesting how you can lean into someone and then she passes it on and so forth. Because, you know, remember, mm -hmm. they took a lot of art out of the schools, mm -hmm. you true. know, yeah. and our kids are sitting there and they can't afford dance classes, mm -hmm. you know, and so forth. And so it was like, oh my goodness. So it, it means a lot to bring it to the community because it's a learning experience, both for young people and old people. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> older people. <laughs> a lifelong uh, Absolutely. experience lifelong. and need. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I... Thank you so much for bringing, oh, I just don't remember that student's name, but I remember her. Um, and it just brought me, that memory brought me to this question about community and what, what it means. You know, there's two things. One is that for me, it means to dance was important because I felt like I was the only one of color. I didn't have any reason to think besides my talent, which I'm thankful and grateful for, that would carry me forward. Um, but in terms of images, um, if I could, where I could go, that just didn't exist. And that stems from reason and purpose to create a dance organization where young people can see themselves and imagine themselves as dancers specifically and then out in the world. And for Two Dance, the, the vision and the dream has always been about this spiral where these young dancers from the community um, of color would train and become dancers, or if they're not, they're out, they're going to college, they're getting accepted in, as, into dance programs. Um, and then they circle back. Now we have our students that are circling back into Two Dance. <laughs> that are now administrators, teaching artists, dancers, and they're coming back into two dance. So therefore, for, for, for my vision, I'm so grateful for that because that means this organization will continue to live within the bodies that came through the door when we first opened, and they will carry it forward. So this important importance for me um, is that this gift into our community that keeps on giving. Now, you and I... In talking earlier, you revealed how the teaching of young children, how they come to appreciate dance and what it does for them. And can you expand on that a little bit on what it does for them to be learning dance and to be able to perform dance? Yeah, that's a, you know, we approach the young students, so we start we have these different programs where young people can start at three with their family. It's called Dancing Together. And so they come in with family. And then they go through this young, young students program. And we believe in the play. We start with the play of dance. So that, the excitement and the joy that those young, that young students experience, I don't even want to say get, but they experience the play of music and dance in the room. And then, then they, that, that it's like the seed, it's planting the seed. And so we don't start young people and young students in ballet or modern and very structured. That comes later because we believe that this, um, the love and the spirit that, that these little kids just start to feel that has to carry you through your professionalism because it gets harder. It, there's more competition. Will you get the job? Doesn't matter on the job. It matters that you love this thing. You have a relationship with this art form. It makes you feel a certain way. So that's how we kind of want to, we, we believe in, in starting our young people. And then it can go forward. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They still have felt joy. They have still felt their bodies. 
as Martha Marsha explains, or it talks about her experience of loving dance, that starts somewhere. We don't, we don't, you know, that can be something that's subconscious. We want to bring that forward as a consciousness into ourselves and starts as, as children. It can start at any time. And may I interject because Please. I remember before uh, the pandemic and when Two Dance was having different um, events and inviting uh, the community. And uh, I remember had seen some of the um, young people and their expressions. And, you know, the first time that I saw it, I was expecting something so well choreographed and, you know, like on, you know, stage at the um, whatever, Northrop or whatever. And it was the young people. It was choreographed in an unchoreographed way. I mean, mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. It was so good. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, my goodness, they get it. They're enjoying it. You could just see that they were happy to be on stage and doing their performance. And so uh, yeah. I just echo what you said. I, I, I was a... I saw it. <laughs> I, 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 can, I just want to add like a place, right? A yeah. place is, is really important. So when we talk to our students and families, what is it that you like about Two Dance? And I'll say Two Dance, but I'm sure it happens here at Walker West, for example, is it feels like family. It feels like we are heard. It feels like we are considered. It feels like we are loved. And that, that is where it stems. That's where art from, from our perspective is started. And then it just continues to nurture. It's in the place. Now, Phyllis, I haven't said that you were a dancer, although I've seen you at parties <laughs> and, and so forth. But don't say any more of it. <laughs> But as a supporter of the arts, what do you think it does for the audience to either observe steppers or to observe what's going on on the stage with dance? What do you think that does to the feeling that the audience to connect them to what's going on? So um, I, I don't know if this will get at your answer, but I, I want to say that I believe that the performing arts help to tell a story. And in particular, the performing arts, whether it be dance, whether it be theater, whether it be any type of movement, help us to learn our history. Our history as an African-American culture. And just as important, that expression of movement through dance, through acting, uh, helps others to learn and appreciate and value our history and the contributions of our history to, again, the entire American culture. So when I listen to Tony and Marsha talk about dance and movement, I take it even beyond that and say that that expression... Um, speaks to, again, and speaks for our culture and helps others to know and value our culture. So I, I, that's my perspective of how I can connect with dance, even though I'm not a professional dancer. But like Marsha, if there's a good beat, if there's a good song, <laughs> a good swing, I'm going to be moving. <laughs> well, that's part of who we are. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And there's in that rhythm, whether it's the music, it's the movement or dance, the spoken word, the singing or whatever, we all connect to that that rhythm and that feeling that you're part of it. Um, and for those of our listeners who have been isolated at home and they just listen to music, it inspires memories too. So if they've ever seen Steppen or if they've ever been to, to dance, or if they've ever been to Walker West, they hear that song and that memory clicks on and they're there with you. So it's an inspiration. It's a, an opportunity to revi- revisit and connect uh, and get that feeling of belonging, which is something we all need. And so the feeling of being present. Now, Marcia said, you know, she loves it, but being in the moment of dance. Now, I've seen you perform and, and, uh, and what you're able to create. And I'm talking to Tony if people are wondering which one I'm looking at. <laughs> and, um, and I'm inspired by the creativity and, and the movement. And I didn't know bodies could move that way. <laughs> you know, I think I'm watching and I think, well, that time for me maybe has passed. But it is wonderful that they can, can do these things. But what is it like to be able to be inside your body and move with the rhythm of the music in a creative way? Mm, it's, it's um, as you were asking the question, my mind was just like swirling and, you know, and my body also was moving. Um, I guess sometimes as dancers, there's a sense of isolation because we work so hard in the studio whether we're training, whether we're in rehearsal, um, it's kind of like this new word, the, our own bubble, right? Um, and that experience of being in the studio is very different than performing from my perspective. The sense once it moves to performance, it's about the connection to the audience, And I try to envision people and that they can, that I can connect my physical capacity and my storytelling and my realness that's happening in my body to the people that I am, that are in the audience so that it's not them and me, that it's not the audience that's just watching me as a performer, um, that and also isolating into how do I expect them, how do I want my audience to see me? I want to actually experience my audience. It's kind of strange. But how do we, how do we eliminate um, that third wall? And so as a performer, as an artist, um, the best performer for me, an artist as, from a dancer perspective, is one that has removed kind of they have an interpretation through their own insight, but yet that goes beyond to a point of true connection with all of us. And we, won't, well, we don't all feel the same thing. Um, so the preparation for that artist or that dancer or myself specifically has been less about closing in and opening out. 
And at certain, at the best moment in time, you feel thousands of people and you feel their ahs, you feel their sadnesses, Hmm. you feel their love, you feel their wonderment, and we are responsible to carry that. When you said you feel their ahs, I went, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you said that, I had the opportunity to uh, talk with Kenny Barron, a jazz pianist, and he said uh, when he instructs people... When they really get it, when they really are communicating on the piano, the person that hears it sheds a tear. And I, when you described that, I thought people connect to it in that same way when they see the performance, that, they, that the emotion that's being before them gets internalized and they feel the movement, they feel the spirit. They inter- they uh, internalize the story that's being told. And um, that opportunity to get lost, in quotation marks, in the moment, to be fully present, is something we don't often get. It's a gift to us to share. So, you know, Marsha, I've taken step in. I don't have a partner to dance with, so everything I learn, I lose. Mm-hmm. And But when I see Stefan, I think I'm doing it, too, till I get up. <laughs> Imagination is wonderful. You know, it, it's like singing in the shower. You think you're the greatest singer in yeah. the world, and somebody that hears you may not appreciate it as much as you, you know. So, But that connection to music is so important to who we are. And so um, how do you think music and dance contributes to us becoming who we are? I'll just start. This is a, <laughs> that, oh, go. Oh, I have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, don't oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. We do that. <laughs> um, I think that, and I read this someplace, where uh, cultures that have drum beats as very much a part of their culture. And when you think of the African culture and drum beats are so important Mm -hmm. uh, and bass beats are so important, when you think of the Latin culture and and the drum beat, that drum beats and bass beats are like your heartbeats. And that when you hear those drum beats, it's like listening to your heartbeat and it it's to me heartbeats are like the lifeblood of who you are and for me you can take that parallel and say that the drum beats of that music what you hear when you're listening to the musicians at Walker West or the musicians behind the two dance performances or the musicians behind theater that you are connecting to the drum beats that are your heartbeats, that are your lifeblood, that represents your lifeblood. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm. <laughs> That's it's a, a beautiful one. opinion. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. There is a, when I was in the Albanese American Dance Theater, and there was a, a piece that I, <laughs> that I was so lucky to dance over and over and over again. 
um, to Dizzy Gillespie's music. And um, it was called Winter in Lisbon. And it was a duet. And to get lost in the music, I mean, music can set the tone. I didn't have to work that hard. <laughs> the music was so powerful, right? So we're dancing this duet in, in New York City at City Center. And another dancer was out sitting in the audience. And she came back after and she said, you know, I was sitting next to this couple and they were in tears because it reminded them of their marriage. And so I think about this as this question that you brought forward, Van, as in, in music. And so maybe it was the music, maybe it was the music that brought them to a place. And then they open their eyes and then they see this, this magical piece of dancing in front of them. And we don't know what our audience or people are feeling or how they, how they get in, how they connect to the work. So I, I'm, I'm just trying to circle this in as that, as music and dance or dance and music, however, whatever comes first, whatever comes after, it doesn't matter because in terms of the watcher and the, and the audience, we enter as an audience from different perspectives, different places. We see, we hear. Um, if we don't see, we can hear um, and vice versa. So the beauty of those two, I said it earlier, you know, it could be brother and sister, brother and brother, mother and father, music and dance. They're layered in together. And there's so much a part of who we are and how, how we are. Uh, our moods can be influenced by music, um, and even from some dance. And I've compartmentalized it in a way that in life it doesn't have to be separated the way I've asked you to look at music and dance as if they're just two distinct elements because they're interconnected and they're intertwined and, and uh, a part of, essential part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And they feed each other. Yeah. And they feed each other. Um, and they uplift us. You know, it, it's uplifting um, to hear music and help you get your thoughts together. Whether you're angry and you want to zero in on, I got to say this, or whether I want to show appreciation or I just want to mm -hmm. feel good. So um, establishing, a, you know, a dance institution has been miraculous. Sustaining the culture is something you've all been a part of uh, for giving your unique talents um, and sharing them with our community. So I'm thinking that we've talked so much about dance, but movement, you know, when I said music, movement, and culture, whether we're sitting in this chair clapping our hands, um, listening, if we're getting up and moving, if we're exercising and moving, the, the rhythm of moving is inspired by music. And it's a coordination, it's brain development, it's 
satisfaction. And that's just to name a few. So, And it's calming. And it's calming. Mm-hmm. I was going to say on the social side, because, you know, when people think about stepping, you know, and so different from classical and ballet and so forth, but there's a partnership. There's a, there's a, uh, a letting go and being able to follow. Uh, mm. it, for women especially, it's very difficult for them to let go and let the man lead. And so when I start teaching, I talk about how you hold your hands and how you relax so that you can feel just a little tap. And he's telling you to turn to the right or turn to the, you know, it's, 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 it's a lifelong lesson in terms of just how we treat one another and everyone can't be a leader. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in a team, you know, there's got to be a leader and a follower and how you work together. And when people go out socially and they're sitting and they're seeing people get up and dancing, you know, typically it just brings a smile to your face because you see cooperation. Mm. You know, you see people that that are having fun. You see somebody, a man that doesn't even know this woman, but she must know how to dance because she's, you know, she's at this event and he can dance with her because she knows the rules. She knows the technique. She knows the, you know, all of that. And so that's what, brings me joy in my heart when I go out and I see people dancing because it's almost like it just kind of levels the playing field and nobody's better than the other person and we're all getting along. And that's how Chicago Stepping started back in Chicago back in the 70s, you know. It migrated from, from the bop you know, mm. and put a few mm. more steps into it. You know, it was the South gangs against the West gang and they came together and said, wait a minute, you know, and that's why we have dance contests today because, you know, it takes away, you know, you don't have to have knives and guns. You can dance, you can show off with your feet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, show with, off with your talent. With your talent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, I do have to share one wonderful experience I had. I have always wanted to step and um, my son at barbecues, and he was at uh, this family day that's a big picnic that Terry Austin and them do every year. And one of their friends could step, and I told him I wanted to learn. So they played some music, and I followed him for maybe 30 seconds to a minute, and they videotaped it. So I have a videotape that looks like I know what I'm doing, and I'm so <laughs> proud of it. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. <laughs> but to your point, Van, what you said earlier to me, movement is good for the soul, and movement is good for the body. Mm-hmm. And so you get both the um, emotional uplifting mm-hmm. and the health uplifting from movement, no matter what kind of movement it is. That's true. I know. And I it just... feels good to be tired uh, for something. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, I just danced all day. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, but there's such good memories, you know, whether you're watching <laughs> or dancing or whatever kind of movement. You know, and looking at the children, uh, there's a uh, video on, I think it's on Facebook, and the child must be 18 months and they're just shaking mm-hmm. their body to the rhythm, and it is so cute. And, it's and they're a rem- following the, v- the beat. They're mm-hmm. following the beat, yeah. and it, it's a reminder that that heartbeat 
it's who we are. Exactly. You know, that rhythm and that little child dancing and everybody smiles yeah. when they see, you know, the kid. You can't help but yeah. dancing. So um, I want to thank the three of you for sharing this. It's always joyful when we get together, and I hope our audience appreciates all the time and talent here and that they support the arts and they support movement. And as this podcast is entitled, they do what they need to do to keep on. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to today's guest and to you, our listening audience, for joining us today. As Plato says, music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Until next time, keep keeping on. Oh